I'm shook. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the newest episode of Holly Shook, the newest, best, most hit podcast that Butter Pop has ever produced. Probably because <laughs> how great the hosts are. My name is Ryan, and I'm joined today by my co-host, the amazing, spectacular Armin. How are you doing? I'm good, and I'm actually really shocked that you gave me any praise. I'm surprised that you went with the plural on hosts. I thought you were going to say the most amazing host and and just pimp yourself out. But oh no, I think you're you're turning the corner on me because for the longest time you wouldn't give me any praise, but now I th- I think you're starting to see my value. Well, I'm slowly but surely realizing that like possibly I couldn't have done this by myself. <laughs> um, as interesting as it would be for me to just talk to myself and tell myself a story. Um, I guess I've realized the importance of having someone else to explain it to. Could you carry a podcast by yourself or a radio show by yourself? There's a few people who do it and I respect them so much. One of them being Stephen A. Smith. And it's fascinating. If you've never heard him roll, it's really, really wild. He'll, he'll just go on for two hours basically on his own. So he doesn't have guests or anything. He literally just is talking. So sometimes he takes call-ins but he'll go like long, like 10, 15 minute stretches without talking to anyone. What does he talk about? Sports. Oh, well, <laughs> people who like sports can talk like, I feel like when people talk to me about sports, I don't have to say anything. I just stare at them blankly. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And they just go on and on and on. I'm like, 30 minutes pass by. I haven't said a single word. Okay. You know how like you and Dallas and Camille always say drag race is kind of like your sport. Could you do that with drag race though? Like just stare at yourself in the mirror and talk about it for an hour and a half. I mean, I could, but, like, I don't find that that fun. Like, I would rather have someone to agree with me and tell me that everything I'm saying is correct and is funny and, like, stuff like that. <laughs> if everyone's going to start arguing against my points, then I'd rather just talk to myself. But oh, see, see, now it's starting to make sense why you surround yourself with the people you surround yourself with. Yeah. Just a bunch of yes men. Oh, yeah. There's a song that I'm obsessed with right now. It's called High Five by Seagrid. It's all about someone who loves themselves so much that, like, they don't care, like, that all their friends, like, think that they're an idiot as long as they just (laughs) go along with what they do. And I'm like, is this, is this a personal attack on me? (laughs) You bitch. But it's so catchy. I love it. Sigrid was speaking to you through this song, somehow knows everything about your essence and your core and wrote a song about you. I heard it and I was like, damn, okay, come for me. (laughs) But, um, no, I absolutely love having you to be here with me on this adventure that is holly shook and before we get that really was into so it, phony but okay i'll let you say it i know <laughs> dripping with authenticity <laughs> and emotion as always um before we get into it i just want to remind everyone that holly shook has its own feed on all of the podcast apps and all of the websites and stuff like that and i would love we would love if you would subscribe to it. Um, The Holly Shook podcast feed on iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher and Google Play Music and all of those things. Um, Subscribe to it because we are not going to be posting it on the Buttered Pop um, feed for much longer. Honestly, I want to say this might be the last time. It it could be. Yeah. Yeah. 
this time or next time is going to be the last time we've decided because we've given you guys enough opportunities and like you are all grown adults, I assume. (laughs) And you can go and just quickly click on a different subscribe button. And while you're there, just like leave a five-star review and like leave us a little like comment about how much you love it. Um, So some people may be listening to this on the butter pop feed. We hope you're listening to it on the Holly shook feed, but if you're listening to it on butter pop, just press pause. Yeah. Search for Holly shook. And then okay. pick it back up. No, should they not do that? I just feel like once they press pause, they'll be like, well, I'm bored. Like, <laughs> I can't be bothered. I was a runner. I did cross country. And they always said, even if you get tired, never stop running. Just slow down. Because once you stop running, it's harder to get yourself to start again. So I would just say, finish it this one time on Buttered Pop. And then immediately after, while you're being shook by how shooketh this scandal is going to be, <laughs> You can shookedly go to the Holly Shook podcast feed and do it then and then leave us a five-star review and tell us how much you love us. Yeah, and a good amount of people have already migrated over, but there's still this large chunk of people who are still listening to it on the Butter Pop feed. Come on. Everyone migrate over. Just do it. We appreciate you still. Even if you're listening on Butter Pop, we appreciate that you're listening. Trust us. But you're doing it wrong, and I'm judging you at the same time. (laughs) While I appreciate you, I'm judging. So get your booty over to the Holly Shook feed. This is a PSA. This, this is actually all about love. This is a public service announcement because we don't want y'all to be looking at your feeds in a couple weeks and going, where's Holly Shook? Oh, they just yeah. gave up on it. What I happened know. to Ryan? Like, is he just gone from the face of the earth? <gasps> no. Oh my God. <laughs> Morbid, right? Yeah. No, we're still here. We're on a different feed. Yeah. So and seriously, wouldn't you rather just have this podcast not cluttered by all the lamos and losers doing other things on Padre Pop, I thought so. So just go over there really quickly and do it. We would really appreciate it. And we have loved all of the support that you guys have been giving us. So just keep it going by doing exactly what we tell you to do. I'm one of those lamos on, on the feed, by the way. Yeah. Carmen <laughs> has other weird lamo things that he does on Buttered Pop. So we'll get to those later. <laughs> and you're a part of one of them, by the way. I know. I. I don't want these people to know that. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for doing that for us. You're all sweethearts and sweet baby angels. Um, so should we get into it? The scandal? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm dripping with excitement for this. Um, so for Ryan this is leading scandal. everyone, if, if you're not yes. aware. <clears throat> yes. Last week, Army, our man gave us um, a amazing late night feud between Jay Leno and David Letterman. That one was juicy i felt like that one was like very like businessy too i feel like your brand is like you did sports you did like kind of like behind the scene business um my next one is going to be very different oh yeah okay but i like that (laughs) um just since you did you know kind of break down my current aesthetic i'm going to break my own aesthetic down topple it deconstruct it you know i'm going i'm going with a different style kind of every time but anyway sorry go ahead no, and I feel like that's why this, like, is so much fun to do is because even though there's, I feel like we find ones that, like, interest us based on our own personal, like, things that we find interesting, but, like, still there's such a wide a range and such, like, different scandals that we can get into. Um, and, like, mine, I think, I think, yeah, it is. Mine this week is a first for Holly Shuck. Ooh. It surrounds something, a topic that we have yet to cover. 
Okay. How many times have we done this? Like four times? Four times, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's like, a, it's a small sample the, size, but still. In the four times that we've done this, it has not been touched yet. And it's that's been purposeful because this is the one I've been hinting at since we started. Um, but it was purposeful because I'll explain why I didn't want to do it right off the bat, even though I find it so crazy. I'm very excited um, to find out what the, the timeline is of this scandal because you've been describing it describing it as a 1950s scandal but you're like but you'll you'll add the qualifier and say it's a 1950s scandal but it could be anywhere between the range of like 20 years before and after so yeah that's actually my first curiosity is just the timeline i don't even care what the scandal is i just want to know what the decade is um (laughs) so i'm like i'm really not good at like history um i don't like really understand the eras and like the decades at all <laughs> like <clears throat> honestly anything that was like filmed in black and white i'm like 1950s um I you're like schindler's know. list 1950s clerks yeah. 1950s um sin city 1950s i can't believe bruce willis has been around that long that's that's that just what, what you think <laughs> that movie nebraska from five years ago <laughs> 1950 1950s um yeah, I just have no idea, you guys. And I'm literally, like, I'm always so shocked when I find out things happened, like, in other decades other than the 1950s. Does it work in the um, inverse? Like, when you watch any film that's in color, you assume, oh, it must be 2000s. Like, Sound of Music, you're like, 2000s. Um, yes. Gone with the Wind, 2000s. Yes, and also, <laughs> anything that happened in the 2000s, I think, happened in 1990s. So I really just don't ever know what's going on. Um, and so I'm kind of like right on this, but not really. Uh, Okay. So the actual scandal, like moment of this thing happened in 1981. (laughs) (laughs) You gave a 20 year range too. like, you're like, allow me like a little bit of wiggle room of 20 years on either side of this. And you even didn't hit that mark. 31 years off. But... You didn't even freaking let me finish. Okay, fine. To be fair, the person who I was think who the scandal is about rose to fame and like had kind of her like big like Hollywood moments in the 1950s or the 1960s. Oh, okay. So I was thinking like I was thinking of like her career more so. Um, which was, like, 1950s, 1960s. But then, like, the scandal kind of happened. Like, she was still, like, very well-known and famous. But, like, you know, I, I think of her more as, like, a 1950s, 1960s actress. Fair. So do you have fair. any, like, possible idea what it is yet, given just, like, a very broad general, like, timeline? I'm trying to think of 1950s actresses. <laughs> There's the one that comes to mind, and I can't remember her name. She's been married like eight or nine times, so I'm thinking maybe the scandal has to do with one of her marriages, but okay. I, I can't remember her name. Do you know who I'm t- even talking about? No idea. Once again, <laughs> don't know anything about the past. Um, Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. Yes. Iconic queen. No, it's no. not about her. Um, so next hint. <laughs> I kind of touched on it earlier. It's a... Um, it's a topic that we have yet to discuss, like mm. a type of scandal that we have yet to discuss on Holly Shook in the millions of episodes that we've done so far. Um, so let's let's break it down. We've done, uh, you know, work drama, 
with a with a slur with a bigoted yeah. slur. That's episode yep. one, Grey's Anatomy. Episode two, a sex scandal, Tiger Woods. Yep. Episode three, a child abuse scandal with an emancipation, Ariel Winter. Mm-hmm. And then another kind of work TV issue between Jay Leno and David Letterman with a lot of NBC kind of meddling in and actually stoking a lot of the drama, honestly, on their part. Okay. So what haven't we covered? Drugs? No. A divorce? Well, we haven't, but this is not that. No. Well, no, we have covered a divorce. That's Tiger and Elon Nordgren. True, true, true. Uh, what haven't we covered? Let's just say, like, I didn't want to do this in the first, like, episode or two because I didn't want people to think... A murder! There you go! The other obvious one? <laughs> yeah. I didn't want people to, like, think that we were doing, like, a Hollywood murder podcast. Because murder podcasts, Fair. like, you know, are huge hits right now. My Favorite Murder is, like, one of my favorite podcasts. Huge hit. Like, I didn't want people to be like, oh, they're doing, like, another true crime, like, murder podcast. Because it's not what we're doing. But, obviously, murders and, like, true crime in Hollywood is going to be, you know, sprinkled in there, here and there. They're scandalous. And we, we like to cover scandals broadly. And, I, and what I love is that we don't limit ourselves to just murder. Because there are a lot of, like seemingly mundane things that end up blowing up in certain celebrities faces like you know a simple dispute over who's the heir apparent on on the tonight show and like both you were even saying remember ryan you were like well both guys are getting a show so who really cares but it started a 25 year long feud and so the fact that we could get into those like really obscure like nitty-gritty dramas within celebrity life i think it's really fascinating um, because I don't think a lot of other people do that. Yeah, and I feel like that's kind of why this every episode you don't know what you're going to get. Literally, you don't know what you're going to get because I haven't told you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just because there's so many there's so many things to choose from, um, and I for I don't know why because I'm not even that, like I wasn't even that like invested in this scandal. Like I knew about it, but I never like had done a ton of research about it. But for some reason, when we, like, came up with this idea, this was one of the first ones to pop in my head just based on, like, like little things I had heard about it. Mm-hmm. And also, you, like, were shading me because I only do scandals that have happened in, like, the, like, 2000s. <laughs> so, I'm like, I actually have knowledge of other things in the past. So, you're like, I'm, so, I'm going to go way back. I'm going to go 1950s, but actually 1981. 1950s, and by that, I mean 81. <laughs> so, do you know who I'm talking about? No, I just can't think of who was murdered in 1981. Like, I've thought of Sharon Tate, but she was murdered earlier, right? In the 60s. Sure. Sharon Tate. Um, you, you know who I'm referring to, right? Yes, but I don't know when that happened, obviously. I think it was in the 60s. And I just can't think of another one. And obviously, it's not Elizabeth Taylor. You already said no to that, but also she wasn't murdered. I yes, don't know who it is. Murdered. I don't know who it is. So... I can't use the word murdered, I guess, because it's under mysterious circumstances. Some people might already know what this is going to be about. But this week's scandal is the mysterious drowning death of actress Natalie Wood. So this is a big time one. Yes. And Natalie Wood is an iconic actress. Yes, and it still has not been solved. There's never been like a like written down like final version of this is what happened this is how she died this is 
like the case. Like on the coroner's so, report, they're like cause of death is like drowning, but they don't know if it's a murder or a suicide or an accident. Well, I'll get to that because even though this happened in 1981, the case was reopened in 2011. And then even more new information came back around as recently as February 13th, 2018. So literally like six months ago. Damn. Okay. So like drama alert, like hold your horses, like let's get into it. So this is like a 50 year long drama. Yeah. It's like so much drama. So like, don't even hate me for thinking it was in the 1950s because it could have been for all we know it's lasted so long. So I'm just going to give like a really quick, like run over of how Natalie Wood like shot to fame and like how her background and like why she, why this was such a huge deal because she was a huge actress. So she is, um, she was born in San Francisco to in 1938 to immigrant Russian immigrant parents. So she's very Russian. She speaks fluent Russian. Um, she was born Natalia. Some people called her Natasha. Um, but when she became an actress, they changed it to Natalie Wood a lot more, you know, friendly to the American <laughs> audience, especially um, during the cold war. Exactly. So, um, don't know when the cold war happened anyway. Um, <laughs> 1900s sometime. (laughs) Sometime in the 1900s. And so some like big accomplishments by Natalie Wood. She was the first person to ever get three Oscar nominations before the age of 25. Um, She started off as a child actress. She like kind of became famous as a child actress, most notably um, as the little girl in Miracle on 34th Street, which is that very like iconic classic Christmas film. Um, she made like a pretty flawless transition into like kind of teenage, like acting. She was in, um, rebel with the cause or rebel without a cause, um, Mm -hmm. which got her, her first Oscar nomination at age 17, 1955. Opposite Um, James Dean. Opposite James Dean, obviously. Um, another tragic figure. Yes. That could be definitely brought into play later on. Mm Mm-hmm. Not in this scandal, but in a different scandal. Um, yeah, so she got her first supporting actress nomination at that age, and um, kind of like solidified herself as like a hot young like Hollywood starlet. Um, and she was like constantly working. So how she kind of got to be an actress, which kind of ties into like the Ariel Winter drama too, is like her mom like kind of wanted to be an actress. And so, like, from a young age, she would bring Natalie to, like, the movie theaters, and she would be, there's, like, a quote saying that, like, at the end of the film, like, there's, like, a, in the credits, like, there's, like, a cameraman who, like, shoots his camera at, like, the audience. Like, that's, like, an ending image. You know, like, the lion, like, like a studio image. Right. And his mom, her mom would say, Natalie, like, he's, he's filming you, like, get his attention or whatever. So she was like teaching Natalie to like pose for the cameras and like do all this stuff. Um, so they kind of were like saying like they were pushing, like her mom was like wanting her to be an actress, like her younger daughter or her younger sister, Lana or Lena or something also was an actress. Um, so they, they packed up their bags and moved to LA after a film crew like kind of noticed Natalie and was like, 
had her play like a really small role, like in a movie. Um, they like moved to LA. The dad was kind of like, no, that's like very drastic to do that. And the mom was like, we're doing it. So they did it. Should have listened to dad. Daddy, you're the reason she drowned. Um, so, uh, yeah. So she kind of like did like the small roles. She got, uh, signed onto miracle on 34th street at age nine. So literally a newborn baby. Um, (laughs) literally (laughs) at age nine, she was born and yeah. Kind of Benjamin button me, but okay. A little bit. Um, she like did a, she did a movie at age five, um, opposite Orson Welles, which was like huge. Oh, which movie? Um, Oh my God. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, we'll forget about that. <laughs> uh, I forget what it's called. It was like, it was something about like Orson Welles played like her guardian or like oh, her okay. like, like person who took care of her. It wasn't like her lead role, but she like, because of that, they say that because she, that movie is what got her signed on to miracle on 34th street. So it kind of like was her jumping off point. Um, and then most famously, I would say um, kind of like, crossover hit like still like a huge iconic movie she played the lead role in west side story of course um she didn't i didn't know this she didn't actually sing in west side story Mm. she had like another actress do the singing parts um which i'm kind of like "Mm." but um not surprised though especially for that era yeah like i mean like even like 25 30 years later we'd we'd get a lot of that like millie vanilli i mean you, you get someone who has, like, the looks, who has the cachet, and then just get the really good vocalist who you don't think could be as good of a performer to actually provide the vocals. Right. It also kind of, like, reminds me of, like, more recently Zac Efron in High School Musical 1, how famously he did not do his own singing roles. But did he um, do them for 2 and 3? He did them for 2 and 3 after it came out and people were livid, including myself. Um, well, they, like... <laughs> he took to they, the like, streets. <laughs> They, like, mixed his voice with someone else's voice. And I'm like, that's strange. Um, but, yeah, so she, like, didn't sing, which is fine. Obviously, West Side Story was That's the hit. scandal. And that's it. <laughs> Natalie <laughs> Wood didn't sing <laughs> during West Side um, Story. Yeah, so, like, whatever. She's, like, huge star. I'm like, it, it's, like, not that important to know, like, every single thing on her IMDb page. But she, like... Well, um, let's go through it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Every last role. <laughs> she um kind of like so then after that she kind of like got washed they started like uh she she was 23 when she did um West Side Story and then she um like started doing a few roles that like didn't they like kind of flopped like the movies kind of flopped um and people were kind of like being like oh she's washed up she's had her time like Whatever. A lot of, uh, weirdly enough, so there's like a Time Magazine quote from after she died, but they like said critical praise was very scarce, 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 scarce scarce throughout her career, but nonetheless, she always had work. So like she was constantly working though. Like a lot of times people were like, she's not that good. Um, Like someone else quoted, was quoted saying like, when the role, when the role was good for her, she was very, very good. Hmm but not every role was good for her, like, whatever. So she didn't have range. Natalie Wood was kind of a little more one-note. She could play a certain type. Yeah. Okay. She doesn't have the range. Um, She's no Meryl Streep. No. Okay. 
oh my gosh, how dare you? <laughs> um, and, um, but then she did like, so later on she did, um, do a role, um, called in a movie called Splendor, Splendor in the Grass. Um, she got a nomination for best actress for that. She kind of like did method acting. It was with Warren Bed Warren Beatty. Wasn't Warren Beatty the guy who messed up the La La Land? Uh, well, he didn't mess it up. But he's the one who said it. Yeah, right? because um, what's her name? Uh, oh my God, I, I I know her name. She was in Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway. Yeah, she was in Bonnie Cl- yeah. Bonnie and Clyde with him. Um, she wouldn't Emma. say it, and and it actually yeah. said Emma Stone's name on it. Yes. But then, you know, Warren Beatty didn't know what to do, and, and he was kind of pressured to say something. He got the wrong note. Oh, I hate that that's a part of his legacy. Poor Warren Beatty. Anyway. Oh, I love that that's a part of his legacy. It's a great story. Iconic moment. <laughs> Poor guy, um, you know? Like, he, he goes, like, 80 years, and then, like, people like people born after 2000 are going to be like, oh, that's the guy who read La La Land instead of Moonlight. <laughs> right. Um, which is literally how I recognize his name. Um <laughs> But weirdly enough, Faye Dunaway is kind of like involved, not involved, but um, Natalie Wood actually got offered the role in Bonnie and Clyde, Faye Dunaway's role. Oh, wow. So this is kind of weird. Um, But she was kind of going through like a depressed time in her life then. And so she had like a therapist that she was with, like, she basically had a therapist with her like all the time. And she was like, no, like, I can't take on a role right now. I like have to be like, I'm like not mentally stable. So she turned down the role of... Bonnie in Bonnie and Clyde. So imagine if she took it, that could have been right a game changer and a life yeah. changer for her. But Faye Dunaway is probably like, thanks, girl. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so that's like a weird connection that Faye Dunaway and Betty Warren are both involved in this. <laughs> so she did. I'm glad that we're going to start calling Warren Beatty Beatty Warren. Now. <laughs> What's his name? Warren Beatty. <laughs> I was like, that sounded weird when I said it, but I'm just going to kind of keep going. Yeah, let's just Warren keep playing. Beatty Warren. No, I'm happy with it. Um, so she ended up doing okay, like in that, like after that, um, with Splendor in the Grass. And she did, like, she got one more Oscar nomination after that, but I didn't recognize the name, so I just didn't care. Um, so was she nominated all- five times total? Three times before three she times. was 25 and then two more times? Mm. Oh, oh. So oh, all oh, that was oh. before she was 25. Um, Let's see. When did I... Where in the world? Um, I don't know. Well, either way, that's incredible. Yeah. Even three nominations is insane. Yeah. Maybe she was nominated like four times. Like maybe that was like her last one. I don't know. I can't keep up with that. Um, <laughs> and also in the end of the day, doesn't matter. So... She okay, so during all of this, during her whole career, she was married twice or she was married to two different people. So, first person is Robert Wagner, he was like I think five or six years older than her, very famous, like actor, like kind of like Hollywood, like heartthrob, kind of like gorgeous guy. Um, and she was 19 when they got married, they were married for five years, an eternity in Hollywood. Yes, and I think, I don't know why they broke up. Um, I didn't really say much about why they broke up, but they got divorced five years later. And then in 1969, she gets married to Richard Gregson. He's a British producer. Um, They have a daughter together, and they get divorced. Um, I only think they were married for like three or four years. They get divorced because she caught him kind of like, 
having inappropriate relations with one of their secretaries. Mm. So that was drama. As and these powerful producers do, right? As you do, you know, like, can't blame the guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and then, weirdly enough, well, not weirdly enough, I guess, but she gets back together with Robert Wagner, who was her first husband, oh. um, in 1972. So, okay, so yeah, like, she was back together with him within three, mar- three years of marrying the British dude. So that, that didn't last long. Um, Flash in the pan, just hit it. British guy. Quit it. Yeah, he was a rebound. And <laughs> so they got back together and they get married married again and they have a daughter together. Her and Richard Wagner. So that is kind of like a summary of her life in Hollywood, her um, career in Hollywood. And it all leads up to the mysterious day on November 28th, 1981. She... Um, she, I think it was in her f- early 40s at this point. I could do the math, but I'm not even going to. Um, <laughs> I don't have time to do math. Um, With your math she skills, was, she's going to be like 65 or like 19. You know, like, so let's just like cut it down the middle, probably late 30s. Yeah, late, no, no, no. I know for a fact she was in her 40s because okay. I saw that, saw that, but I just didn't write it down. <laughs> and um, she was in her 40s. So. November 28th, 1981. I'm stressed. They, she's on a boat, um, like a yacht type thing, um, anchored off the coast of the Catalina Islands, which is LA, you know, Southern California. Right. Ish. Um, Yeah, she lived her whole life in LA. She went to Van Nuys um, High School, which is like kind of in the valley. Yeah. Um, This is, this is like like my neighborhood, basically. Yeah. I was like, when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, the valley used to live in Van Nuys, didn't you? Sherman Oaks, but Sherman Oaks, Sherman yeah, Oaks, yeah. Neighboring city. Same thing. Same thing. Been to the Catalina Island. Yeah. Okay. So this is the locale here. Los Angeles yes. locale. A Los Angeles gal. Um, and it was actually funny because she grew up in uh, San Francisco and then moved to Santa Rosa, which is in like Sonoma County. So she, you know, I'm a Northern California gal. So I'm like, she lived in both our little areas. So we basically oh. murdered Natalie Wood. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the true tea here. It was us. There's like um, some weird like pentagonal relationship forming between like you, me, Natalie Wood, Beatty Warren, and Faye Dunaway. Beatty Warren and Faye <laughs> and Dunna Faye. There's, like, <laughs> there's all there's a strange connection between all of us. I'm, I just need to nail it down, but it has to do with like location and like yeah. movie roles and missed opportunities. It's it's all and wild, two, but it exists. The two conclusions is either we murdered Natalie Wood or we won the Oscar for La La Land. <laughs> One of the two is correct. Or um, Beatty Warren won the Oscar for La La Land while murdering Natalie Wood. Murdering. Oh, my God. Oh my. Beatty Warren should play Natalie Wood in a movie about her murder, and it should be a musical, and Emma Stone should win Best Director. Yes. Nailed Perfect. it. Perfect. Hollywood producers, here we come. Happy Hollywood ending, right there. Oh my gosh, I gotta go. Um, <laughs> so, the weirdest thing about this whole thing is there was four people on the boat that night. Um, Natalie Wood, obviously. Robert Wagner, her husband. The captain, Dennis Davern, who's the captain of the boat. And then, this is just the weirdest thing in the whole world to me. Guess who the fourth person was? 
<laughs> so it's someone I know. Well, yeah, like everyone knows who he is. He's like like a like famous actor, but it's like so random to me. Jack Nicholson? No, but like weirdly close, I feel. Robert De Niro? No, getting farther. Oh, oh, I have an idea. He played in The Graduate. Dennis, uh, who am I thinking of? Hoffman. That's Dustin Hoffman. No, but like... Robert Redford. So Robert Redford. No, 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 no. I'm trying to think of like, you know, famous actors yeah. from the 90s, 70s. But I'm close? I feel like, uh, I feel like Hoffman was the closest that you Dustin got. Hoffman was the closest that I got. <laughs> 1970s. Okay, you know what? Just, just say it. Just blurt it out. Christopher frickin' Walken. Are you kidding? Chris Walken? Isn't that so random? I need more cowbell. I need more yes, cowbell. Exactly. Ugh, one of my it. favorite SNL skits of all time. And he's it's just so amazing in everything he does. Deer Hunter. Hair, hairspray. I didn't see Hairspray. My gay ass. That's <laughs> the first thing I think of. Um, he has range. He has the range. Christopher yeah. Rockin has the range. He could do and humor. He can do drama and thriller. He could be intense, but he could be witty. Yeah. He could do it all. He, he so could be a murderer. Walken? Well, <laughs> he's like definitely not he's definitely not like the murderer we're ruling him out off the bat okay <laughs> <laughs> but um he's part of it which i just think is so weird and so random because i never knew that about him what's the connection and um they were filming a movie her him and natalie wood were filming a movie together at this time um wow and the reason i actually got intrigued by this scandal was like i had heard about it and then like I don't know, a couple years ago. I Probably, like, when it... Maybe, like, back in 2011 when, like, it, the case reopened and I, like, kind of read more about it is when I found out that Christopher Walken was, like, part of it. And I was like, that is the most random thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. Mostly because I didn't know he was, like, that old. Is that weird? Um, well, you know what? I think I, guess I think old. Christopher Walken would be flattered. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll send him a tweet or something. Um, Do you think Christopher Walken's on Twitter? I don't know, but I feel like he might listen to this podcast. <laughs> that's well tweeted. That's that's a fair assumption. So Christopher Walken's just like casually there, and um, so I don't know how I should go about. Like, should I like? So what happened basically was they all were on this boat together. They had been drinking, like you know, they're celebrating. They're having they're having a good night, um, and by the end of the night. Natalie Wood is nowhere to be seen. And there was like a inflatable like dinghy is like what they're called. They're like mini boats, I guess. They're, um, they're literally called dinghies. Yeah, dinghies. Okay. Have you heard of one? No, I've never heard it called a dinghy. Okay, so it's like a mini. I've heard of like, like life raft, right? Is it is it basically yeah. a life raft? I feel like it's like a glorified life raft. Okay. So it's like you, it's like still inflatable, but like. It, like, is attached to the side of the boat. Um, I want to say it probably... I don't know, but I want to say it probably is, like, motorized. Um, Any boat experts, just tweet at us. Because I'm sure yeah. they could tell already we're not boat people. If you're huge on boats, just, like, let us know what a dinghy <laughs> is. Um, but it's definitely some type of, like, small side boat. Cool. Okay. And so at the end of the night, Natalie is nowhere to be found on the boat. And... The dinghy is also nowhere to be found. What? And why? Fast forward, fast forward to approximately eight a.m. the next morning. Natalie's body is found a mile away from where the boat was anchored. She was wearing a huge flannel nightgown, socks, and like 
bedtime clothes. And she was found floating upside down because the, like the coat had like caught air or something. So she like was brought up to the surface. And then the dinghy was found on the shore elsewhere. Bizarre. So can I say my first initial impression to that? Yes. Is that her having her nightgown on kind of indicates to me that she wasn't on the run because you would think if she, if she would like be on the run for whatever reason. Right. And we could kind of speculate on that later. Um, But if she were to be on the run, maybe she would be better dressed or even you could then say as a counterfactual, like if she's on the run, then she just has to move. So even if she's in her, you know, pajamas, she just has to get the hell out of there. So, so it's just, I don't know. I'm starting to think of like, why was she wearing what she was wearing? You know what I'm saying? Right. Because if she, right. if it was intentional, you would think she'd be like just dressed to move, dressed to go. You wouldn't be in your PJs. Anyway, sorry. That's just my initial impress- impression is actually her clothing, funnily enough. Right. Classic <laughs> straight male going straight to what the girl was wearing. Yeah, no worry that she died, but let's talk about her wardrobe. <laughs> it's like that whole idea, you know, well, what 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 someone was wearing kind of like made them deserve made them. What, yeah. Yes, exactly. Which is an awful, um, awful take. Yeah, and um, we don't support that, y'all. Nope. And, and this um, is actually the opposite. It's just like what 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 does the clo- what is the clothes kind of telling us about right. her? Like what what she was intending to do. So we'll get to that very soon. So she was found in the water and um, she had bruises on her body and arms and a small laceration on her face. And when they did an autopsy, they found that her blood alcohol level was 0.14, which is, I don't know how much that is, but you could drive. Um, She's drunk. She's drunk. And she was... In her, they found in her system, emotion like motion sickness pills, because um, they were on a boat, normal, and painkillers pills as well. Which like, just taking pills like that in general will enhance the feeling, like the alcohol, you know, to like kind of make you more drunk. Um, or she was legitimately in pain. We 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 can't count that out. No, 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 totally. Like, maybe she was taking painkillers, like, for a good reason, but then drinking on painkillers, like, it's going to enhance. Not a good enhance. idea. Right. Yeah. So, uh, they, like, investigate it for, like, two weeks, and it's ruled an accidental death, and the official death, like, certificate says um, it's death by drowning and hypothermia. So... You know, people, like, speculate, obviously, she's a huge star, as is Robert Wagner, as is Christopher Walken, like, big celebrities, um, you know, gone too soon, early 40s, like, people start to speculate. There's theories running wild. Um, It's, you know, tragic, huge, huge, huge news. Um, Very, like, celebrity star-studded funeral because she was so well-known and worked with so many people. Um, but it was like a private funeral. They didn't let like any media in, which is good. So the original theory that like came out was that, um, she was trying to get onto the dinghy cause she was going to go home or go like to the shore. And people just were like, she probably tried to get onto the dinghy from like her cabin. And because she was like a little bit drunk, she slipped, um, slips, fell off. You know, someone's like, maybe she hit her head on, like, the side and passed out and blah, blah, blah. 
Also, weird fact, it was well known, like she had she had talked about this in the media. It was well known that her biggest fear in life was drowning in dark waters. You're because kidding. she because she never learned how to swim. So she like never learned how to swim and she literally like had been like on the record being like, I am definitely afraid of like drowning in dark waters because how scary would that be? Which oh like God. is like a normal fear, like same girl. Even though I know how to swim, like dark waters, no. Open waters, no. Um, it's so it's like somewhat the- frightening, though, that she articulated it. You know, you're right. It's a normal fear, right. but that she articulated it, it was a well-known fear. And yep. then for that fear to come to fruition. Literally happen. Yeah. Wow. It's creepy. Because I'm like, oh, my God, I have, like, fears of, like, a lot of crazy things that don't seem, like, real. But, like, now I'm like, are those going to happen to me? If you say it. If it can happen to Natalie Wood, it can happen to anyone. <laughs> um, so just like really sad and everyone's really sad. And she, the movie that she was filming, this is like kind of, I just found this like kind of strange. The movie that she was filming with Christopher Walken, they had like filmed a lot of it already, um, but they had to rewrite the ending. And then they had like stand-ins and like voiceover people kind of like finish the film for her, like finish the parts that she needed to film. I was going to ask you about the movie and what it was. Yeah, yeah, it's called Brainstorm. Um, I have never heard of it, but they ended up releasing it posthumously in September of 1983. So, like, literally two years later, they, like, released her last film that she, like, only was able to film half of. It was, like, dedicated to her and whatnot. I'm just, like, it seems kind of weird. It's kind of just, like, maybe just, like, cut, like, maybe just, like, cut the film, you know? Not, not that um, it matters. Just curious. Was it successful? Was it critically acclaimed? Just curious. Um, I don't know. Uh, I've never heard of it. Mm. I feel like, if anything, it might have been like a, let's go see it. It's like her last movie type of thing. Um, but I would assume that it didn't end up being that great, especially because they had to rewrite the ending. Um, so it kind of like, it's still like a mystery because everyone's like, how did she, the main thing was like, how did she get in the water? Like, why would she, even if she and was why? Take, Like how and yeah, why? Like, so, um, it kind of was like known that her and Robert Wagner got into a fight that night right before she like disappeared. So the, the kind of theory was like, they got into a fight. She didn't want to be on the boat anymore. So she tried to like take the boat to shore. And Robert Wagner had said, he was like that it, we had, that had happened before. Like we had been on the boat and she wanted to go home and she got on the dinghy and took herself home to shore. So like they didn't, he wasn't like surprised that like that happened, you know, he's like, that's like somewhat normal where she like kind of wanted to leave. And that's what the dinghy is for. Like you can kind of leave. That's what I was initially getting to with the whole pajamas thing. Yeah. That it kind of, to me indicated that she got into a fight with her husband and she just wanted to get out of there as soon as possible. Right. And like, why change your clothes? Like for me, I'm like, kind of like, okay, well like maybe take the robe off. Um, seems like a little extra, but unless the fight was super intense. Right. And she so- just had to like storm out with her robe. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Did they determine that those bruises were for sure caused by the waves and being in the water? And No. They were not able to... They said it looked like bruises that were inflicted on her by another human. Um, okay. I don't know if they like said that the like cut on her face was like by a human or if that was more like maybe she hit her head. I mean, she drowned, so she could have... like been hit by anything um 
Ugh, this so, is awful. This is awful, man. Yeah. So it kind of is like, it kind of is like up in the air. No one's ever like charged. It's never like called a murder. It's called accident. It's just like labeled as an accident. Um, and people kind of just were like, oh, she was drunk and she slipped off the boat and fell over. Um, which is like, I hate that because I'm like, I don't know. I, there just has to be more to the story and for people to just be like, well, she was drunk and slept like tisk tisk or whatever. I'm like, okay, well like you try like driving a dinghy. Like, I don't know even know what a dinghy is, but it's probably hard to do. But you know what it and is? like waves and stuff. It's, it's a simple outcome. Cause then you, you don't need to um, put someone through a trial. Uh, you don't need to figure out that there's, you know, a, a culprit or, or someone who, you know, may have caused this. It's like, it's one victim and it's the victim's fault. And then it's, that's it. It's, it's, it's a cleaner explanation than getting into the complication of what if the, there was a domestic dispute? What if it's even worse than that? And I'm sure right. you'll get into this, but like, you know, that, that becomes a lot more complex. And I think people don't like things to get messy and ugly for what they are. Totally. You know, people like to avoid that a lot of the times. Especially in Hollywood where it's like very much like, okay, well, like we can't like, we don't want to like ruin like everyone's careers. Right. Um, which is stupid, but like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I believe based on like the stories that I'm about to give, but I think there was some foul play involved. Um, so it kind of just like, falls to the wayside like there's nothing much they can do they can't really prove anything i mean they were on a boat in the middle of the ocean like it's been said that there was some like nearby boats that kind of like heard the yelling and the screaming but like no one's ever tried to like robert wagner like never has has never been like well we weren't getting in a fight like he (coughs) oh sorry he's like admitted that yes we like got into an argument that night before she went to bed and then the next thing i knew she was gone um, so like having people be like, we heard screaming, like doesn't really like change anything. Cause he was like, yeah, we like got into a fight. Um, so then in like 2009, I think, so like long time later, um, like it's whatever, both, both what's his name? Rag Wagner and the boat captain both like release books or something. Um, like Ab- about the incident like, Wagner's was like about like his life like it was like okay. a autobiography or whatever his like career like still kept happening it, like I don't think people like were like he murdered her um, it was just like a tragic moment and they were married and it was just kind of like oh my god that like fucking sex they had a kid together people like people I don't think ever tried to put the blame on him really like if anything they were like something's a little shady but like there's nothing to prove that he did anything so like his life kind of went on, which which by the way, like uh, again, not to make a claim here, um, he he could actually be innocent, and I don't know. You're gonna give me more facts here, but like we we know in Hollywood, based on the Me Too movement and Times Up movement over the last year and a half, two years, uh, that like oftentimes when a lot of these really rich and powerful men are guilty, it's swept under the rug anyway. Exactly. So in a case that's up in the air. Yeah, of course his yeah. career is going to continue on, you know, but because we've seen yeah. these guys have careers for two, three, four decades, you know, after, after it's like been proven that they've done something. Yeah. Or, yeah. um, or they do, or, or they commit like horrible acts of sexual abuse or whatever yeah. for the, all those decades. Right. I mean, 
it took forever to take down Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, etc. Um, yeah. and, and these guys were allowed to have career, careers, very successful careers, all the while they were committing horrible acts. And that's not to say Robert Wagner did anything. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but just just because you were mentioning, like, yeah, he was still allowed to have a career. It's like, well, it was kind of up in the air. So, like, based on Hollywood's reputation as it is, yeah, makes yeah, sense to me that he course. continued to have a career. Right. Like, no one's going to be like, well you were like there so now you can't work anymore like if anything people probably were like i don't know maybe people like felt bad they pro- people probably did feel bad for him i mean his wife died um and like i don't think i don't know from what i got it was never like putting the blame on him at all it was kind of just like that fucking sucks for everyone involved um which it does so right. they put out books and in these books a little bit more like about the night comes to fruition um so i'm gonna give you wagner's like take on it that he like comes to like later and then i'm gonna give you the captain's take as well dennis Devern or whatever um so wagner kind of admits he was like all right look i will admit that we got into a fight and it was bad because he was jealous of Natalie Woods and Christopher Walken's relationship. He, cause they oh. were filming a movie together. So he was like, you know, and they were drinking, obviously like they were drunk. This is why they got into this huge fight. And he was like, I was jealous about, I was jealous of them. I like, he never said they like suspected anything. Um, but he was like, I was just jealous of how close they were. And he admits that, yes, we, like, got into a huge fight. I was fighting with Walken, with Christopher Walken that night, actually. Like, they were getting into a, a big yelling match to the point where, at one point, he breaks a wine bottle. He takes a wine bottle and he slams it on a table, shatters the wine bottle, um, like, gets kind of aggressive, obviously. And that was the point when Natalie Wood was like, fuck this shit, y'all crazy, I'm going to bed, like, I don't want to be around this, you guys are embarrassing me. Like, this is bullshit. Bye. Um, so she goes to bed after, like, the wine bottle incident. So Wagner's, and the captain will later confirm that. He was like, yeah, cap, like, he says, like, yeah, Wagner and Walken were fighting. He broke a wine bottle. Because the captain in the beginning, like, he didn't say anything about the fighting. He was like, yeah, like, they, like, kind of got into an argument. And he, like, later came out being, like, I regret that I, like, kept some, like, information from everyone about, like, how big the fight really was. So yeah, that could affect the investigation. Right. And, like, also, like, it's, yeah. Like, well, like, I don't know. Maybe they all, it seemed like they all came to agreement of, like, let's not get into the details, which right. is, like, shady. Um, and then there's this whole, like, money grab element of, like, I'm going to elaborate more in my book. In so, my book. Yeah. Fork up fifteen ninety nine so you could get a few more details on Natalie Wood's death. Like yeah, like in two very exploitative. Like, literally, like thirty years later. Um, yeah, because like all these books came out like uh, right around the thirtieth anniversary, which is people were like rolling their eyes at that. Um, so um, yeah, so then Wagner claims he was like Natalie Wood went to bed and. At that point, we were kind of like, okay, she's right. This is ridiculous. So he claims that him and Walken went out onto the deck to cool off, get some fresh air, kind of like, you know, stop fighting. Like, kind of get over it, move on. Um, Walken ends up going to bed. And he says, so then he was like, once I cooled off, I decided to go check in on Natalie 
to know, make, you know, say goodnight, make sure she's, she's okay. And, um, when she, he goes down to his, her bedroom, he finds her not there and finds the dinghy gone. And his claim, he was like, I didn't think much about it because she had done this before. She had taken the dinghy to shore before. Um, and this is Walken or Wagner? This is Wagner. Right. Okay. Um, and he was like, I didn't think twice about it because she had done it before. So I just assumed she took the dinghy. She left because she was mad at us. Like, she'll be at her house. That's that. And he just like, yeah, I, he literally didn't think much about it. So that's his recollect, his telling of what happened that night. The captain, Dennis Davern, says things were a little different. So he says that they, the whole fight with Walken happened. And um, he, he wasn't in the room when that whole thing happened. But, you know, it's a small boat. He could hear everything. And then he claims that um, after that happened, Wagner followed Natalie to her bedroom immediately and that they continued to fight. And like, mm. he was like, there was some like shouting, there was some banging that like maybe something was being like thrown or something, someone was being pushed. And he was like, I felt awkward and embarrassed, like being able to hear that. So he was like, I kind of just like turned up like the radio and like my little captain like booth. So I didn't have to hear it. And he said, and then he saw them through the window go up onto the deck, Natalie and Wagner. And he was like, I couldn't hear what they were yelling about, but just based on their like body language and their like arms moving and stuff, he's like, I could tell that they were still fighting. And then eventually they both left the deck and he was like, to which I assume they went to bed or yeah, like everyone went to bed. And then he said like later, like an hour or so later, Wagner comes up to the captain's like area and he said he was looked very distraught and he said they couldn't find her and that the dinghy was gone. And he's quoted in his book. It's either in his book or he did like an interview on the today show. Of course um, he did. He has a quote that says, we didn't take any steps to see if we could find her. Mm. I, I, it was a matter of we're not going to look too hard for her. We're not going to turn on any searchlights and we're not going to notify anybody right away. So they basically like searched the boat, but it's like a small boat. So they like kind of went into like different rooms, I guess. Also the dinghy is gone. She She took the dinghy and left. I mean, the dinghy wouldn't disappear. And then she's somewhere in the boat hiding, playing hide and seek. You know what? These guys are, at the very least, complicit in her death in the sense that if they did immediately go search for her and the dinghy or put on their searchlights or just make right. some effort, then maybe you could have stopped her from drowning. Yes. And that's the thing. It's like, yeah, like, yeah, she took the dinghy and they're like, oh, she probably just went to shore. But it's like, and they don't have cell phones back then. So it's not like they could just call her. But it's like. I don't know. Like maybe un- like she's drunk. You guys know she's drunk. They just got into a huge fight. Like unanchor the freaking boat and like go like at least try to catch up with her or you know, like take the boat around and see if you can just like see where she is or even go to shore yourself. Like why do you like at that point if that's so much drama happened, like call it a night, like take the boat into harbor go home, like, it's fine. The night's over. You aren't in the middle of the freaking Atlantic. Like, you could... I think it's the... Is it the Atlantic? 
Well, they're technically in the Pacific, but I'm just saying, like, you are in the middle of it. Like, you are in the middle of the Pacific, you are in the middle of the Atlantic, and, and there's nowhere to go. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like, you're literally off the coast of Catalina Islands. Like, it's yeah. probably a few miles off. Like, it's not like you're, like, yeah, you can get back easily. And, and she'd probably like, take, like, a direct route to wherever their, like, the beach harbor. house was or the harbor or whatever. So yeah, I they, feel like, like you know where to go, you know? Like, this isn't that complicated. Yeah, and they had, I guess earlier that night they had all gone to dinner at the harbor, like, like there's a restaurant on the harbor, and they went from there on the, to the boat. So, like, they were just like, I'm just like, go freaking check. Like, go, like, make an effort. And Robert Wagner has said, he's like, I do blame myself because we didn't look. I blame myself that she drowned because if we had looked, maybe I would have been able to stop her or save her or whatever. Um, okay. But then Davern says also... Once Doesn't they, like, do much at this point, by the way. Oh, I right. blame myself. Okay. They're like, okay. Um, so then they were distraught or whatever. So then he says, this was the weirdest thing to me. It was like the captain said that after they had quote unquote looked for her on the boat, that like Wagner was so content with just like, ah, she took the dinghy. She's going to go home. I'll see her tomorrow. That hmm. he just decided to pour them both another drink and sit on the deck, enjoying their next, like enjoying their another, a nightcap or whatever. And I'm just like, that seems like so douchey to me. I'm like, don't, I don't like that. Oh, that, yeah, that's disgusting. It just seemed like he had ne'er but a worry in the world. And I'm like, <laughs> it's just gross. It's like so weird. Um, so like, like, the, like you said, there, there isn't cell phones. There isn't social media. It isn't like, oh, there's Natalie, uh, you know, posting another IG story. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. her tweeting away. Like, she's fine. I'm just going to have a nightcap. I would be worried sick. Right. Especially because, like, just, like, after the whole situation with the fight and knowing she's drunk, like, I would just, like, be a, have a little bit more, like, concern. Middle of the night trying to navigate waters? Like, this isn't a joke. Right. It's not like it's, like, a sunny, bright day and she can just, like, get straight to the shore. Like, there's probably waves. There's definitely waves. It's the ocean. But she's on a and dinghy. She isn't on, like, a big boat. Like, the waves yeah. are going to hit her harder. It's fucking sketch. So I'm, I'm assuming. Like, everyone's sketch. I don't know much about dinghies, but. I still don't even know what the dinghy is, but <laughs> I'm assuming it's probably smaller and not stable. Um, so it's kind of just like up in the air. Like this is, so they kind of told this version of the story, I think in 2009, but now I'm wondering if it was 2011 because the case reopens in 2011 um, after they say they have some new information from witnesses. And in 2011, um, they don't have like, they just get different versions of the story basically from like them too. And they get like other witnesses. Like I said, there was nearby boats who like they came forward and they were like, Hey, like we actually did hear this or we saw this or whatever. Um, they're changed to, they change on her death cer certificate from drowning and hypothermia to drowning and other undetermined factors. So they kind of like change it to like, there may have been some sketch shit going on, but we don't really know. It's undetermined and so I always was like I want to know what freaking Christopher Walken has to say because to me I'm like the Christopher Walken thing is so freaking weird I'm like why is Christopher Walken there he's so random like I've seen him in a million movies he's almost he's like, the key to all this like he's the key that could unlock a lot so that's why the most frustrating thing ever is he famously has never spoken publicly about the night except one time in an interview, it got brought up, and he his th he said like a couple sentences about it, and he 
just his theory was kind of the one that originally was there was that he, he said she went to bed. She wanted to go on shore. She got onto the dinghy. She slipped while she was getting onto the dinghy, hit her head and drowned. That's all he's ever said. He's never talked about the fight that occurred. He's never talked about the jealousy factor between him and like Wagner. Um, He just famously has kept quiet on it. And it's kind of weird to me because I'm kind of like, like you, are you trying to just like pretend like you weren't there or I don't know. I mean, like it was his co-star and friend I'm assuming. And like, there were rumors that like maybe they were sleeping together. So maybe he just like kind of wanted to keep quiet so that nothing came out. But I want to know what he has to say about it. And I'm freaking annoyed that he hasn't talked about it. (laughs) Yeah, no. And that kind of explanation, or if you even believe that, um, I, I, I think it's kind of a bullshit like thing to say. I, I think I think he's just saying that to like toe the party line, and then right. and not not to like you know kind of fan the flames at all, um, because you can't. I, I just think you can't believe that version of the story because, and I get it. It's it's just like way simpler. You get to blame Natalie Wood on what went down, and yeah. so there's no collateral damage to any of this. But like, let's say she did slip and fall, like trying to get onto the dinghy. To me, that doesn't explain how the dinghy gets all the way to shore. To, and, and I'm sure there's like boat people and like ocean people. I'm not a, a boat or ocean guy, so they could explain. Oh well, overnight it could, could travel all the way, and I'm sure that's possible, 100. But like the version of events that they tell is that they immediately start to look for her, like very soon after, right? Start to look at look for her. I feel like you'd notice a floating empty dinghy. Or right. you notice that she fell right there, trying to get onto right. the right next to the boat and like a floating body. Like the, to me, this doesn't make sense. Uh, to me, the, the thing that makes the most amount of sense, and like I'll say it now, might as well just say it now. So yeah, uh, maybe you could you could you know kind of maybe give me a few more pieces of evidence that you haven't given yet. Um, <clears throat> There's so not I, much more. So I was going to ask you what you think happened. Yeah. So um, like I I think what happened is. You know, it, it doesn't have to be, like, the most incendiary story possible. I don't think, like, Robert Wagner tried to murder her and shoves her out of the boat. Mm-hmm. I do think they were in a problematic relationship, it seems like. Because nobody leaves in the middle of the night off of a boat in a really sketchy situation if it's not, like, incredibly toxic. You, you can figure <laughs> it out, you know? I'm sure everyone's... Right, like, or just, like, go to bed and make him sleep on the couch, like... Right. Everyone's been in arguments with their significant others. And, like, I don't know about you, um... But, like, usually they resolve themselves at, in the night and you figure it out. Um, you, you know, you, you, could, you, you don't need to, like, leave and, like, take a boat <laughs> in the middle of the night. Yeah, That's like just, like, in the so intense. Yeah, while drunk. Yeah. Obviously, there was a lot of problems there. And, um, and I think she was, you know, operating this dinghy, not knowing how to swim, um, in waters that could have been maybe a little bit wavy. And then an accident happened on the way, but I think the complicit, uh, like where the men are complicit in this, is that they didn't go immediately looking for her. Mm-hmm. Um, the the fact that you know at least Wagner kind of pushed her to the point in which she would want to leave, you know. So it's not like a direct murder. I don't know what it would be. Is it manslaughter? I don't know. I don't want to put out a claim like that either. But at the very least, you you have to say like they they really messed up. They messed up. Um, in not doing all they could to protect her and then try to help her out. Because to me, that's so obvious. It's like, wait, totally. the dinghy's not here. She's not here. Why would you assume that she's safely ashore? That's insanity to me. 
Right. And they say it's because he's like, oh, she's done this before. She's operated the dinghy. She knew what she was doing. But I'm just like, yeah, I'm the same way with you. I'm like, I don't think that he, like, murdered her. Like, I don't think he, like, knocked her. Because some people are like, well, what if she, like, did he knock her unconscious and then, like, put her in the water and, un- like, and then just untie the dinghy to make it seem like she, like, went out on her own? Like, some people have that theory. Um, I don't think it was that incendiary. I just don't believe it. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I want to believe that he murdered her just because I'm like, that's, like, more fun. Um, <laughs> You're awful. <laughs> but, like, I don't think he did, unfortunately. I mean, well, fortunately. Um, but I, yeah, I agree. I'm like, it's just, like, douchey, and I, like, I don't have respect for them that they, like, just, like, accepted the fact that it was okay and just, like, let her, like, go off like that. Exactly. Um, and he has to feel, I mean... If that is what happened, he said, he's like, I do blame myself. I have always blamed myself. And he has to feel some sort of remorse for that. And, like, that sticks with you forever. Um, But I don't know. It's still awful. It's still awful. I'm not saying it's on the level of murder, but it's still awful um, to have kind of, like, I guess, like, cultivated this situation in a way, you know? And so the weird thing is, so you know how I said that this, like, kind of, like, came back into the limelight back in... This right. February. So that's, February that's, the, 2018. that's the nugget I've been waiting for. So it's super weird because there's not like so much more to it, but it is like reopened again in this past February of 2018 after the like um, police detective guy was like, we got, we've had like 30 people like in the past couple like year or so, like come up with like new information and like, new like versions of the story which like i'm confused kind of because i'm like there was only four people on the boat and like there's like nearby boats but i'm like i don't know it's kind of weird to me that like all these people like suddenly have new stories but um the uh the like and like 30 years later but yeah okay yeah the like new um like the case is reopened and it is changed to now like suspicious um suspicious like circumstances wagner is now considered a person of interest wow which i was reading has no legal like meaning it doesn't mean he's a suspect he's just a person of interest in the story of like it could just mean they want to interview him it could be that simple right like because obviously he was on the boat and they said, and like he has no, his right is to not have to speak to anyone. He has no obligation to speak to anyone. There's no like arrest warrant. It's not like he's like being put as a suspect in murder. He's just like, we would like to talk to you because we feel like there's stuff we could learn from you as to what happened that night. And he refuses to talk to them, mm. um, which is like also kind of shady, but also I'm like, I get it. So then his like statement release was like, um, like his like, whoever released the statements for him um, basically said like, um, like Robert is very like cooperative with the fact that they're reopening. He want like, if they believe that they could, that they have enough information to get closer to what happened, then he is very happy that they're doing that. He would, he also would like, to, you know, to have some type of like story, like some type of, you know, proof um, of what happened. And he said, but, like, he he will not be, like, speaking with, like, detectives or anything. 
based off of witness accounts that are con- like basically saying like these witnesses are conveniently trying to um, like get noticed and make money. So like they were kind of like winking, winking at like the captain because he was like doing interviews again and stuff. They're like conveniently like exactly 30 years anniversary of her death basically being like people are trying to profit off her death right now like it's a 30 year anniversary so of course people are coming forward with new stories because they want to like get paid to do interviews or like to write an article about it or whatever he's like and for those reasons like he will not be talking to anyone because we don't believe that like this is like true basically Um, and not not further exploit her death or make a mockery of it or whatever it's like he doesn't need to like yeah like and I, i i agree like this like, a lot of the captain's, um, like, takes on it, a lot of his things, people say, like, they don't always trust because he has been, like, it's been known that he's been been paid to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of, like, he'll, like, hold little nuggets of information until he can get paid to release it. And then he, like, wrote the book, and, like, his book was titled Goodbye Natalie, Goodbye Splendor, and the the, na- the, the boat name was splendor Mm. and i'm just like you're writing like a whole book about it like he wrote it with his friend like he's doing today show interviews so people are kind of like he like is like trying to just profit off of it and then Um, he's like wait till the 40th anniversary good night natalie good night splendor 2 where i reveal just a bit more like all about the dinghy or something (laughs) (laughs) colon Um, all about the dinghy (laughs) two (laughs) two um so yeah like there it got reopened so that was kind of like interesting that it just like kind of was back in the news again like earlier this year um but nothing is nothing's come of it um at this point uh wagner is now 87 years old he still is acting Uh, currently i guess he's like a guest he's a reoccurring character on ncis Mm. don't watch that show so wouldn't know he was number Um, two in austin powers he was number two in austin powers obviously i think that's Mostly how I know him. Yeah, that's how um, I know him. <laughs> Christopher Walken is now 74, which I'm like, that is so old. I did not know he was that old. Um, so shocked. Again, he'd be flattered. Well. So at him. <laughs> Give us your beauty secrets, Christopher Walken. Uh, it's yeah, it's so cowbell. Like, it's just more cowbell. More cowbell? It's all the cowbell. I should have known from when I was five years old watching that. Um, <laughs> so he like, yeah, doesn't really talk about it. Um, and then the captain is 55 years old right now. So he was young oh. when this happened. He was a lot younger. Yeah. Um, which also I'm like, wait, so was he like 20, like doing this? Yeah. Um, he must've been and 18. He, right. If that was 37 years ago and he's 55 now. He, he was eight, an 18 year old captain. Okay. So that's like problem number one. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he lives in Florida. He looks crazy. I saw a picture of him. Um, <laughs> He looks like someone who would live in Florida. And, um, yeah, he, like, did that book. Everyone who lives in Florida listens to this podcast. We love you. That was just a joke. He looks like someone who would, like, be a boat captain in Florida. Okay, fair. Not, like, everyone who lives All the boat captains in Florida who listen to this podcast, we still love you. (laughs) Well, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so that's what they're doing. Um, Natalie, like, Natalie's sister, Lana, Lana... Um, has like come out and just been like, I just want to know what freaking happened. Like, if they need to reopen this case again, like so be it. I just want like, she said I want the closure, truth. I want the right? Real story, yeah. Um, but she wholeheartedly believes 
wholeheartedly believes that there was no foul play involved. So she doesn't think that it was an intentional. She doesn't think that anyone murdered her, but she thinks that people are holding out information that could help like just finalize what actually happened. Um, I feel like Robert Wagner and Walken could both give so much more clarity if they just go, look, what really happened is we all got into like a really, really, really nasty argument. May have even gotten a little physical. And she wanted to get the hell out of there. And right. we, we really suck for, for forcing her into that position. She, and for she not got, trying to follow her. Right. She gets in the dinghy. She goes off. We, we assume she was safe at that point. Um, and we, it also is shitty that we didn't try to follow her and you know see her through to the shore. Right. So yeah, I think I think that is really what happened, which is still awful. It's it's terrible. Yeah. So sad. So but sad. But like just 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 talk about it. Like I mean, if it's this big of a scandal and it's obviously huge stars and in the moment they were huge, like just say what happened. She had a like, daughter, right? Didn't you say? She had two kids. Yeah, she had two daughters. Come on, <coughs> one, for them. One with Wagner and one with that British dude from earlier who didn't last very long. Um, I'm sure all this secrecy isn't you know it isn't good for them either you know if this her sister yeah. all the family she leaves behind all the friends yeah so yeah so that's the mysterious drowning death of natalie wood um her movies still live on west side story iconic miracle on 34th street iconic rebel without a cause iconic um she was gone too soon it would have been like crazy to see like where she could have gone with the rest of her career and her life but you know Y'all, if you can't swim, wear a life vest. Don't try to get onto a boat that you can't. Doesn't have like a freaking ramp leading to it. How about this? How about this? Let's not put the blame on her. Men, don't push. You know your women to have to run away. Yeah, like and 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 if they are running away because you're so problematic, make sure they're safe, please. I mean, yeah. come on. If you're Do if the you're bare minimum. If you're so problematic that your wife is literally getting onto a dinghy to escape and, and try to travel miles on in sea to, to get to shore, may, maybe maybe chase after, okay? Like, maybe you're the problem, sir. Um, yeah, no, I was not trying to put the blame on Natalie. No, I you were victim blaming, okay? I'm giving um, I'm giving safe, a safety PSA that, like, seriously, if you can't swim, just wear a life vest. Right, uh, right, right, right. And just be safe. The water is scary. Um, and... It's very, very sad. Tragic story. Gorgeous woman and talented actress and, you know. All-time great. She was an all-time Her legacy lives on. Her legacy lives on. And I just really, like, hope that on Christopher Walken's deathbed he'll say something because I'm just like, Christopher Walken, what are you doing? So random. Does anyone else think it's so random that he was there and nobody knew this? Well, it kind of reminds me of the fact that, you know, Robert De Niro and Robin Williams were there the night of John Belushi's overdose. You know, it's crazy Mm. to think uh, about how these celebrities um, who who have like we've always joked you and me about the kind of ancestral relationships of celebrities. Like it seems like once you reach a certain like social strata like you know everyone in that social strata it's not like us like we're like we're all in the middle class and like or lower <laughs> middle higher middle class and we know everyone in that class no but if yeah. you're an a-list celebrity you hang out with every other a-list celebrity and then yeah. when these like tragedies happen Someone it's like crazy to think like oh wow like this other person's there and now they've lived three four decades on and they they have lived on with this tragedy just like anybody else by the way we 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 have we are surrounded by tragedy as well yeah um, and you move on 
or not move on, but we keep going. Right. Uh, but it's just, it, it's interesting to think. And yeah, when you said the walk-in thing, it really did remind me of the Robert De Niro, Robin Williams thing. Yeah. It's just so crazy. I just like literally was like, that's so crazy that Mr. Walken was just casually there and he doesn't talk about it. I'm like, I want you to talk about it. Yeah. Um, well, Rye, thanks so much for a great retelling of this story and you did it justice, man. That was, that was a great storytelling podcast. I I feel like I like actually knew what I was talking about this time. I was a little bit of a mess last time, but see what um, happens when you increase your page notes from two to five. I know you guys, I have five pages of notes today. I only had two and a half last time. So maybe I need to do five pages every time. Bare minimum five pages. Well, that's that about that. And um, I'm really, thank you for listening, um, Armin. Thank you for listening, audience. Don't forget to subscribe to Holly Shook podcast feed. Y'all, we already lectured you about that. Um, because <laughs> next week, Armin's going to have something two weeks. crazy. Or yeah, yeah, two weeks. We go every two weeks. Yeah, I, mean, I have something really great for you. And it also has to do with some A-list celebs. Oh, I love an A-list celeb. <laughs> and it's also an, an 80s story, actually. Oh, my God. So you are you do the same one? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the this same one, Armin's actually. This is version. <laughs> you left out a few details. <laughs> I don't think you did, um, though. But yeah, that was no, awesome. <laughs> Thank you. So it was, a, it was very it. sad. It was very sad, but... Yeah, it's kind of, like, hard because, like, it's hard to, like, still make it fun and funny when you're talking about, like, a really sad moment. But, um, you know, what better way to... Get through pain than with laughter, y'all. Yeah. Everyone's like, we didn't laugh once. But um, <laughs> what are you thank you guys about? so much for listening. Um, like I said, go subscribe to us. Give us a review if you liked it. And can't wait to hear what Armin has to tell us about in two weeks, y'all. Thanks. Bye. Bye.